the dynamite Jackson 5. Followed by the brand new out of sight Osmond Show. Juskow and Juskow in the City, little interim show today that we're bringing you because I happen to be away in Los Angeles making more podcasts for you. I just played that thing because I was thinking about Saturday morning cartoons and you know sometimes they make me feel better and I was just thinking about how horrible they were and even though I worshipped every minute of it because I was going to look at the fall preview today, that's what I decided to do, right? So it's a little like, because my favorite thing, this way this show started, Just Got Out of the City, technically, the spread and well, the Nightfly, was that it started with the fall pre- It was half TV, half sports. But, I, you know, I love the TV guide. I used to love looking at that fall preview, and I bought the newest TV guide fall preview that people don't even know exists. You know, I got it at Barnes and Noble. It's like, you know, fall previews to be this big, thick thing that George Costanza keeps on Seinfeld. But now it's just this small magazine. But I still get it every year. I still get excited. And I don't mind telling you, there's not one thing I saw in this fall preview that I would ever be excited about watching. And the things I marked are like, well, if I had to watch them, maybe I'll watch this. But I just opened the show with the, I was thinking about the Jackson 5 cartoons. And the, and then they bought the Jackson 5 cartoon did pretty well. It was just a stupid show with, uh, I didn't even think the Jacksons were doing the voices. And then the Osmonds started to do the voices. And when they have that promo, it just fades out. And it's so funny. Now see what you've done. Oh, I can't see anything. I got my eyes closed. Now cut that out. Man, our big round-the-world trip blown sky high. Things just couldn't get worse. Oh, things couldn't get worse? Old Oriental saying go, that's what you think, brother. That's what you think. So stupid, but I, I just thought I would go through some of the stuff that they have. Meanwhile, I'm just going to tell you right away on the cover of the fall preview. It's this guy, Jesse L. Martin. It's like he is back on the case in this season's hottest new drama called the irrational. Now, I don't know whether that's going to be a hot new drama or not, but that guy might be the most boring actor I've ever seen. He was on the flash, the CW show that I used to watch for how long it was on. And then I just stopped watching because it was getting so dull. And he's the reason it was dull. Every time he was on, he played 
I guess the Flash's stepfather and he was like the chief of police or something, whatever he was, every time he was on fast forward, he was so boring. He was bothering me. I mean, he's just dull. He's dull. And now he's on the cover of TV guide. Is that the guy that's going to bring network TV back to its prominence? I don't think so. What's the matter, Peter? Nothing. Then why are you sitting by yourself? That's what you did at Jane's party last week. I don't want to ruin everybody's fun. I'm too dull. You're not dull. I think you're very nice. You're just saying that. I am not. And if you don't believe me, ask somebody else. Hey, Judy, come here. What's up? Peter thinks he's dull. Peter, dull. That's silly. That's what I said, too. Hey, what's going on? Peter says he's dull. Isn't that ridiculous? It sure is. One thing I can't believe they're bringing back and just like that. Is anybody watching that show? That's the sequel to Sex in the City. I watched the first episode of the new thing. I, I turned it. I never watched another episode after that. I can't believe it's. I think it's going to be a third season. I just couldn't be more uninterested and i watched every episode of sex in the city and i just didn't like it so the only thing i've seen are a couple of things which are weird there's this new show called pain hustlers dr bond cast the first stone if you will but this is my story and i did it for the right reasons Even legal? 67 and a 65. You can hire the sex toy if I can hire my mom. You'll regret it. So will you. And the only reason I might watch this is because Emily Blunt, who's a really good actress, looks so cute in the photos and kind of perfect if this is what she's playing it's andy garcia too who you know everybody likes andy garcia but it's about like uh what, what, what pharmacy reps and she i don't know whether she's doing an american accent in this but she looks perfect she's like got blonde hair those pharmacy reps as you can see maybe if you watch the big bang theory penny becomes a pharmacy rep i dated a couple pharmacy reps they're hot and they flirt with the doctors. And if that's their plan for this show, I might watch it. And what you can't tell about these shows is whether they're series or movies. This is on Netflix, which, of course, I don't have anymore. But I might get it. A, a struggling, unemployed single mom, Emily Blunt, thinks she's found the perfect route to an improved life for herself and sick daughter. Ugh, now I don't want to watch it. You cannot tell whether it's a series or a movie. They, they just have no information on this. A composite of real life farmer reps. So that's, uh, I don't know. She just looks so pretty. And you know me, I'll watch a, a show for that. And speaking of which, that takes us to the CW. Now, you know, up until this time, I was watching the ridiculous. I watched every episode. It just finished of Nancy Drew. I bet you half of the people didn't even know that was still on. But some of the girls in it were so hot. I watched every episode like an idiot. And now there's 
a new thing. This is going to be horrible. I know it's going to be horrible. It's called the Spencer Sisters. I don't know if you've seen it advertised on the CW network. It starts like tonight. You need to get down here right away. There's been a murder. What? Detective, this is my daughter. Wow, I had you pay the sisters. Do you know how many crime stories I have written? Not the same thing. You have to take your cop cap off and start thinking like a P.I. Fine. But if we get arrested, you're covering bail. It's what all the pros use. I am the pros, Mom. The Spencer Sisters. And it's with Leah Thompson, who, when she was, I couldn't watch Caroline in the City, even though I wanted to, because we all, at my age, loved Leah Thompson from Back to the Future and thought she was pretty. So we watched her. Show. But that Caroline in the City was so horrible, couldn't even watch it if you like it. And now it's her and her daughter and I guess they become, I don't know, private investigators. I don't know. It looks awful. And yet I'm probably going to watch it because I'm still the last person to watch network TV. And I'll probably give it a, a try. Her and her daughter solving crimes. Oh, I didn't know that. was. I thought you were the daughter. right? I I'm like, there's a problem with me. I mean, right so far. We found nothing except I'm like, well, if there's a pretty girl and I'll watch it, but that's not a good enough reason. There's nothing that has caught my eye. I mean, they have the Continental, which I watch all the John Wick movies. I just saw John Wick four this week. I didn't talk about it on the podcast last week. I forgot. And I watched that. So I guess, you know, I watched it in two parts because it wasn't like the other ones. It wasn't holding my attention. It's still fun and good. But it just wasn't like the other three, the first three, which are so good and entertaining. John Wick 4, yeah, it was just all right. It looks beautiful. Some of it is really fun and beautiful, but a lot of it was just hard to get to. Like, I'm like, let's let's move it along, you know, and I didn't feel that way about the other ones. And now they have this show, which you've probably seen. It's going to be on Peacock, and nobody has that. It's called The Continental from the world of John Wick. And it's like a prequel of how the hotel that he, you know, that everybody can, all the assassins stay in or whatever started. I might have thought to watch that, but Mel Gibson plays like the main, the manager, I guess. And, you know, I'm done with him. I think we all are. So I'm surprised he has work. I'm just not interested. Everything about him now, which used to be fun, is not. And maybe it's the big rant and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's probably just that. Um, so that's why I'm not going to watch it. May I join you? You may. You're one of the smartest people in this lab. You hungry, little fella? Yes, I am. If I can do it, you can too. Welcome, viewers. My name is Elizabeth Zott, and this is Supper at Six. And see, here's another example that's on now. It's Apple TV. I mean, you got to have everything. It's called Lessons in Chemistry. And the only reason I want to see this is Brie Larson. She's really pretty. But that's not the point of this one. Lessons in Chemistry, I know, is a book, you know, when I started reading again, that everybody says is great. I don't know whether it's for me. People have told me about it. You know, I don't know whether it's like a boy's book, but everybody, I know, like my mother was reading. It's like it was the biggest book of this past summer. Like in a long time, it's like a huge book and they're making a show about it. It's like she she's a brilliant chemist turned celebrity cooking show host 
and it takes place in the 50s, apparently. And I think it's not based on a true story. I think this woman made it up. But again, I cannot tell whether it's a series or they just made a movie from the book. But I can't. This is an example of how I can watch the movie and pretend that I read the book. Because, <laughs> you know, that's what we used to do as kids. And uh, then, you know, you actually uh, one thing led to another. But uh, yeah, whatever. I, I don't know. You know, I'm going to check it out. It's all coming up like, you know, this week. So it's all relevant. It's all relevant podcast. And then there's one that premieres on Max. Thank God. That's something I, you know, haven't subscribed to. It's called Bookie. And it's with uh, Sebastian Manikowsko, who I don't know, who's, you know, a stand-up comic. And obviously he's playing a bookie. But it's like, you know, a tough guy and a bookie. You know what? It's going to be stupid because, as you know, I used to work for a bookmaker and this is just the way Hollywood thinks of bookmakers. So I don't think it's probably written by a guy that's actually worked there. So it's probably fucking stupid. And I should be making a movie called Bookie or a, a TV show because I know what it was really like. And you'd better, it would be much more entertaining for it to, of course, take place in the 90s when there was no internet. This one takes place like how they're dealing with the internet stuff, which I could tell you right away, like I told you on the show before, the guys that, aren't you know are these guys still in business the illegal ones yes because they still give out credit so they don't really care about the legal ones but this just looks uh stupid it's by chuck laurie and he only writes stuff that he doesn't know about or has uh he's a hollywood guy he's the people i he's the guy i talk about in class who oh, yes did i do i worship the big bang theory yes but he's the guy that just writes from what he doesn't know. He probably went to Harvard and then he's just writing. He's not writing from any kind of experience. And this, of course, bothers me. You look a little thin. How you doing? You eating? How's your mother? Okay. Your dad. Your phone. Oh, I asked you to bring me a snow cone. You bring me this piece of crap? How's it going, Gary? Still hasn't paid up on a Cougars game. Look, Mr. DeManzo, if you didn't take my bike, I'd still have my paper out. Yeah, if you didn't take my bike, I'd still have my paper out. Listen to you, you sound like half a sissy. And this one I saw, which completely piqued my interest, called Quiz Lady. I don't really know what this is about at all. I can't figure it out. But it stars Sandra Oh, and I don't like her because I find her to be very unattractive. I know that's a horrible thing to say. But I just don't care about her. But it has Aquafina, who I do love. And I've seen a lot of Sandra Oh. Like I saw Killing Eve and everything. I just don't. Ugh, something about her that bothers me. But I like Aquafina, And I think Will Farrell's in it, too. And I think. I don't know whether it's about a quiz show or whether somebody is obsessed with quiz shows. I really can't figure it out. It's on Hulu, which I don't have. So that's going to be a problem. And again. I don't know whether it's a movie or a TV show. It's weird that they just don't say it's a series or not. But I'll probably check it out because I like Aquafina. I mean, I watched her entire show on Comedy Central that just finished this uh, season. Aquafina is pretty cool. I just don't like that Sandra Oh. I'm sorry if that's the, this is the way I watch television. This is the way uh, a lot of people probably watch television. You like somebody, you don't like somebody. That's why I wouldn't watch that show, The Irregular. I'm like, that guy is the most boring actor on television. I don't understand how he got another series. Your mom owes me 80 grand. When you have it, you'll get your dog back. Mm -hmm. I don't have any money. You can sell your eggs. 
I mean, it's not like you're using them. No, there has to be another way. What is the square root of 196? 14. Correct. How many hearts does an octopus have? Three. Correct. What? Saffron. Saturn. Aphrodite. Apollo. Aries. Carbon dioxide. The equal sign. Correct. Oh my god. What? You know this game. This is how you're gonna make the money. I'm taking you to the quiz. Look out! And then this is what, like, Marcy told me about. I can't believe it. You know, I watched that show Ghost on CBS, and Marcy, our, our friend who listens to the podcast, and my friend now, she told me about Ghosts UK, the British version that it's based on. And there, CBS, I mean, network's so desperate, they're actually just going to air the original London one, which is the same characters and the same thing, just before they air the American one, which really feels insane and that's how desperate the networks are i mean they already have the first three seasons on max they're just going to start airing it because there's nothing else to do so it's it's kind of weird to be like oh wait now now the american one looks stupid because i didn't even know it was based on something else i thought well that's kind of interesting and now it's all gonna look foolish meanwhile i watched one of those because marcy told me to and i didn't like it marcy says oh it's so much better and i watched the first one and it just wasn't entertained. And maybe I can't understand a lot of what they're saying, but it just wasn't as fun. And okay, if I'm honest again, that ghost has that Rose McGowan or whatever her name is. And she's really pretty. <laughs> I watch it. Although I do like the Indian guy on it too, who's been in Never Have I Ever and a couple other things. He's really good. The husband's good in it too. I didn't like the British version. I don't know. It just didn't work for me. I'm a solicitor, and I'm calling to inform you that you have, in fact, inherited a house. This is it. It's all ours. What did that girl just say? She must be related to you. This is going to make one incredible hotel. <gasps> what will become of us? We could always try haunting. <laughs> get out, get out. Hello! <laughs> get out, get out, get out. Me again! Get out, get out. This is all happening so fast. It's a classic haunted house. Nothing to be scared of, is there? Ghosts. I'm going to take a break for a second to uh, play one of the uh, Saturday morning cartoons I was thinking of the other day. I mean, you know, it's so funny. I used to wait. I used to, sorry, I used to, as a kid, I used to read that TV guide religiously special, especially the Saturday morning stuff when they'd have like a big color output of the Saturday morning cartoons and they'd have, you know, Friday nights, they'd have like a whole thing. I think we've played some of the Jimmy Osmond you know, stuff like this Saturday morning. These Saturday mornings is going to be incredible, 1974. And they would have like, you know, Friday night, like preview of all the Saturday morning cartoons. Oh, my God. I couldn't get enough of them when I think about them now. Boy, they were really scamming us. These are some of the worst shows I've ever seen in my life. And yet, you know, I watched every one because it was confusing. There was nothing else on. God, I remember this one so well, and it was so stupid. It's a ghost from the 1700s. What an asshole. We were cold and soaking wet and lost out in a storm. We went inside a spooky house hoping to get warm. A dusty clock said half past six. We knew that it was wrong. When we set the hands at 12 o'clock, began to Funky Phantom! The spirit of 1776 even! At your service! <laughs> we found a friend, friend, friend in Funky Phantom. 
He'll pop right in just when you need him most. And Boo will too, and you can't do without him. The cat and the funky phantom ghost. It's funky phantom time! Oh my god, the Hanna Barbera. I was gonna do an entire podcast on what douchebags Hanna Barbera was that they just clearly didn't give a shit about you, didn't care about, you know, they just cut costs, the funky phantom. It's the stupidest thing. It's like a scooby-doo ripple using the exact same voices. Snagglepuss, isn't that his name? Exit stage left. It's the funky phantom that one and i remember i mean i remember these the weird part is i remember these songs so well the cat and the funky phantom ghost for heaven's sake why'd you have to get me up so early why why today is the day for your first driving lesson mudsy remember that's right mudsy slide over oh no you don't why does a ghost have to learn to drive Come on, Muzzy. Everybody drives these days. Don't rush me. Don't rush me. I've gotten by for 200 years without it. What say you, boo? And then I remember they, they did an odd couple cartoon with a dog and a cat, you know, being Oscar and Felix. I remember this song so well. And all these shows sucked. In fact, this one was, I think, that guy that's in every show, <laughs> you know, like that. I mean, oh my God, it's this is so awful. And yet, you know, you just sat in front of the TV like a moron. Yeah, they are the oddball couple. They're a couple that's a couple of oddballs. Anything the oddball couple ever do becomes a series of foul balls. special talent for messing up the team. We're talking about the oddball couple. They're a couple that can double as foul balls. Eight balls. Oh, my God. It's pretty awful, right? I mean, it's just... Uh, I mean, these songs are classic. They stick in my head. It's kind of fascinating in a way. But, uh, yeah, they're really dumb. Twelve o'clock at night? I never heard of interviewing anybody at twelve o'clock at night. Well, Mrs. Higgins said that her astrological chart told her that was the best time for a birthday interview. After all, she's a hundred years old. Yeah, but at midnight, I was supposed to pick up my dirty clothes at an all-night laundry. You mean you were supposed to pick up your clean clothes? No, my dirty clothes. They refuse to take them. Yeah, well, keep a lookout. Her house should be on your side. How can I see anything on my side? The windows are too dirty. <laughs> Let's go back to the uh, stupid TV shows, too. Again, I haven't just found one I'm, like, so excited about. I think last year I found at least a couple that were, I'm like, oh, I'm really looking forward to this. I'm all in. And I don't even remember what they were. There's one that, that I guess already started on Hulu called Spellbound. 
It's so, so I think about a ballet dancer who finds out my favorite premise finds out she's comes from a long line of witches. Well, of course I'm going to like that, but I haven't heard anything about it. It's been out since August. So it's been up for a month already. And again, I, is it a series? Is it just a, a one-time movie? I, I, I don't know. They don't say it's really weird. Welcome to day one at the Paris Opera Ballet School. I can't believe I'm actually here. Good morning, everyone. There's been some sort of <laughs> administrative error. You will all re-audition for your place at the Paris Opera Ballet. What? What if I don't make the cut? They're going to send me home. Wow. Can't believe your mum owns W Apothecary. What's that? Just some W recipes, I guess. Why do you call your W recipe book the Book of Jones? It's the Book of Family Spells. You're a witch. Not just me. You. We call ourselves wizens. Come on. Your magic is special. You're one of us. We need you to start training now. That's what I'm doing at school. They have planned. Then there's one I'm completely not interested in. I mean, I don't understand why this is happening. It's it's a it's on a stupid peacock that again nobody has. Orlando Bloom to the edge. Uh, the, the you know the 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 guy who's married to Katy Perry is going to go on a bunch of rock climbing and free diving adventures. I mean, I guess that could work for ladies because he's hot, but why, why, why is why is he doing this? Just make movies. What is the matter with you? I am not going to watch that. Well, I don't have Peacock, so we're good. Then there's a game show that you might have seen premiered already or like, you know, showing the coming attractions for Snake Oil by David Spade. It's a game show where you have to guess whether the products are real. I mean, that actually sounds pretty fun. And David Spade hosting it does sound like the perfect host. So that could be fun. That's just on Fox. But most of those Fox game shows are pretty bad they finally started uh airing name that tune which i don't know if i had mentioned it before that's why me and jeff ross went to ireland last year to tape they that's where they tape them these game shows and fox and all the i don't know what i i bet you that snake oil is taped in ireland for some reason they found a cheap way to do it can you imagine they found a cheap way to do it by flying people to ireland putting them up in a hotel Getting their cars and taxis and it's still cheaper than taping in the States. That's insane. Mr. Balboa. How are you? George Jenkins. Take a chair, please. Thanks. Mr. Balboa. Don't call me Rocky. It's Rocky. Tell me, Rocky, you got any representation? You have a manager? Uh, no, just me. Oh. Rocky, I've got a proposition I'd like to make to you, brother. A, a sparring? Beg your pardon? Well, I just said I know you're looking for sparring partners, and I just want to say I'm very available, you know. I'm sure you are. Absolutely. Uh, sparring with the champ would be an honor, and you know what, Mr. Jerkins? What? I wouldn't take no cheap shots either. I'd really be a good sparring partner, you know. You don't understand me, Rocky. My proposition's this. Would you be interested in fighting Apollo Creed for the World Heavyweight Championship? No. Listen, Rocky. Apollo's seen you fight. He likes you. He wants to fight you. Well, it's just that you see, uh, 
I fight in clubs, you know, and I'm really a ham and egg. This guy, he's the best, and uh, it wouldn't be such a good fight. But th thank you very much, you know. I appreciate it. Rocky, do you believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. Apollo Creed does. And he's going to prove it to the whole world by giving an unknown a shot at the title. And that unknown is you. He picked you, Rocky. Rocky, it's the chance of a lifetime. You can't pass it by. And then, you know, there's a documentary that's going to be on Netflix about Sylvester Stallone. It's just called Sly. Now, remember I was telling you that I was, you know, trying to watch his reality show with his stupid family and his girls, his daughters were just assholes, so I couldn't watch it anymore. But a doc, if it's a real documentary, if it's just, I think it's just a one-time documentary on Sylvester Stallone, you're damn right I'm interested. That's kind of what I wanted it to be. So if they're going to go through his true story, the even some of the ones I told you, how he got the idea for Rocky through my friend Vincent, where he came to him that night and said, Vincent, Vincent, I got my idea. I, I mean, I'm definitely going to watch that. I just, I need to schedule what I'm going to watch because every time I'm there on a Friday, which is the only day I have to pretty much watch stuff, I'm always like, wait, wh what did I say I was going to watch again? And that's always the problem. It wasn't about the fashion. It was about the women. That's what a supermodel is. It's the first time we're all together in our 50s. Cindy, Linda, Christy, and Naomi are still redefining what it means to be a model. It was about the women. You got to give That's what a supermodel is. Well, then, you know, I just start a couple of things that just on the calendar, uh, Apple TV, of course, which nobody has. It's called the supermodels. But in this, thank God, they in this four-part docuseries, okay, thank you, executive producers, Linda Evangelista, Cindy Crawford, Naomi Campbell, Christy Turlington, at Gianni Versace's fall 1991 show, share the story of the runway beginnings in 1980s. That is what I want to see. I mean, we all knew the seven supermodels that started the term supermodel, and I think that could be extremely interesting but there i am of course again well there's a hot girls in it and it doesn't end there apparently on netflix beginning soon maybe this week while i'm away actually something called reptile and this is a reteaming of benicio del toro and alicia silverstone who what was the name of that movie they were in god damn it i loved it i've seen it on excess baggage the two of them, a tough detective, Benicio Del Toro, stops at nothing to get the truth after a real estate agent is killed in this thriller. The hard-hitting film also includes Alicia Silverstone, Justin Timberlake, and Francis Fisher. But if you're telling me, and it looks like it's going to be serious, Alicia Silverstone and Benicio Del Toro getting together again, I'm all in. Why wouldn't I be? Excess baggage. Hi, my name's Emily. You would not believe what a girl's got to do just to get a little attention. Once, I took a shortcut through Dad's warehouse. What did I do this time? Forget her birthday. And then there was the little problem I had at school. But I think I finally found 
perfect plan. You have the money. Where's my daughter? She'll be in the trunk of her car. 352 Harbor. I know. It was a desperate cry for love. And I thought I had everything covered. Everything except for Mr. Grand Theft Auto. I have big problem. I open the trunk. Bye. I find the owner in the car. I'm not going to hurry you, all right? Are you mental? Put her back in the trunk and drive her someplace. We can do this the easy way or the hard way. What's the hard way? It's harder. It's harder than the easy way. Oh! She always liked this. I have plans tonight. I made them before I was kidnapped. I once stole a Ferrari with a Chihuahua in the back. <sighs> he made less noise than you do. This guy she was with, did she seem intimidated by him? Ooh. No, I don't think so. This could be one of Emily's games. Don't think I'm part of your kidnapping prank. Oops. Columbia Pictures presents... It's been a pretty rough day. I got a Twinkie in the car. It's all yours if you get me out of this mess. A movie about car thefts. So why are they still together? Maybe she likes them. Kidnappings. Yeah, let's make a great couple, you know. Like Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> and other rituals of dating. Alicia Silverstone. Benicio Del Toro. Put that out. All right. Excess baggage. So what do we do? We. I'm having fun. Oh, yeah. oh you're not going to want to miss that one. Well, I've seen that like 10 times. I mean, that's a long promo. Uh, but Christopher Walken's in it, too. So I'm all in again. Christopher Walken. Is that guy bad in anything? I was just watching Catch Me If You Can again today. Where are you going? Somewhere exotic? Hey, son, where are you going? Somewhere exotic? I think this deserves a, a toast. My son bought me a Cadillac today. Where are you going, son? Where are you, Frank? Where are you going? Somewhere exotic? I had an FBI agent come see me. You got that number, son. Kind of scared. The United States government champ running for the hills. Bow to the moon. It's over. I'm gonna stop now. But you've. They're never gonna catch you, Frank. Dad, she wouldn't do that. Why won't you sit down? Come Why on, would she do that down. to you? Come on, sit with me, have a drink. I'm your father. Then ask me to stop. Then ask me to stop. You can't stop. Where are you going? Come on, Frank, where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going tonight? Someplace exotic? Where are you going tonight? Tahiti, Hawaii? God, that morning show is still on the air. I just don't understand it. I mean, Jennifer Aniston is just so horrible to watch, and Reese Witherspoon is the best. I just don't get it. I really thought it wasn't going to last. I, again, I watched the first episode. I'm like, I'm done. I mean, that that's all there is. There's a, that that's the whole thing. I I I didn't find one thing except maybe that Alicia Silverstone, Benicio del Toro thing, and that's that's that might just be a movie. I I I found nothing that is interesting me on television at all, and that's no fun at all. I mean, that's. Are we all in this predicament? Is this the end? Is this the end of television in general? Uh, I'm just, I'm not happy. I'm not happy with this full preview. I need something. I need something. I need something that's going to really step out and be like, I can't wait. But it doesn't exist. That's why we got to go back 
go back to the cartoons like this classic who is the superhero sarge no rosemary the telephone operator no henry the mild-mannered janitor could be Hong Kong Pooey, number one super guy. Hong Kong Pooey, quicker than the human eye. He's got style, a groovy style, and a mob that just won't stop. When the going gets rough, he's super tough with a Hong Kong Pooey chop. Hong Kong Pooey, number one super guy. Hong Kong Pooey, quicker than the human eye. Well, you know, and it's funny that used to be my favorite show, and I'm not exactly sure why, because now it's just unwatchable. All these cartoons are so slow. The only thing that holds up, go figure, from the 1940s and Bugs Bunny. I mean, because of the writing and everything and the quality they put into it, this must be a thousand hours of tv uh, of cartoons that they you know made for kids that are just absolutely awful and unwatchable now and it's absolutely fascinating now you have hong kong Fui, which i don't even know whether you can show to a kid anymore because it's i, I don't know it's a dog it's scatman crothers doing the voice it's a black guy doing the voice and they have the and the ching chong chong ching chong right can you even do that and then there's a show called the amazing chan and the chan clan it seems like it was all kind of racist. You know, Charlie Chan and an American guy doing a Chinese accent. Thanks to you, Mr. Chan, they've put me in charge here. Splendid, Mr. Pendrick. I know you'll do a fine job. I'll certainly try, sir. Uh, just one thing, Mr. Pendrick. Yes, sir? About the curse of King Tut's tomb. Oh, don't worry about that, Mr. Chan. I'm convinced now there is no such thing as... <laughs> They really just made some real shit back then. And it's just so funny how much I worshipped it so much, so much, you know. But then, of course, there were the Lidsvilles and the H.R. Puffin stuffs, which at least, you know, they gave try. But it, again, sometimes those are on what? Well, H.R. Puffin stuff's not. I've tried to watch that a couple times. That at least it's, you know, something to watch. It's it's interesting. It's fun. Lidsville's not very good, but H.R. Puffin stuff, you can make a case for it's. You know, everything's slow, but at least it, it it's visually effective, you know, especially if you're high. And then, of course, you know, I, I mean, these are the songs I think about all the time. Like, I know this song. I, I, I sing this song. It's in my head a lot. It's so stupid.
so weird. You know, the theme songs were so much better than the actual shows. And I sing that song every day. I'm like, Josie's on a rocket ride. Pussycats are by her side. And I'm just like, hey, hey, is a kooky guy. Oh, my God. The fact that they stick with you 50 years later is so insane. So insane. Anyway, folks, I mean, I'm sorry. That's all I got. So I'm so confused on what to do. I wasn't sure how to handle everything. I just wanted to give you something. I hope this was okay. It's, 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 I, I'm hoping it's better than the WJUS, which Gabriel was so like, hey, we're doing another WJUS where I just played the music and everything. Oh, my God. I'm so out of my mind. Uh, so I don't know. That's it for today. But uh, the show will be back to normal. Next week, we got another exciting episode of Just Guy with the City. Good night, everybody.